If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, let the game begin. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, this is the show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic, and we have done a single topic once a week for 250 weeks now. This is our 250th episode. That's right, guys. And we come up with anywhere from five to 6,000 ideas. <laughs> on how to get rich from that topic. And then we whittle that down to one or two ideas yeah. per person. So we give you the best of the best of the best, the cream of the mama fucking crop creme de la crop. We give you those. You take them, you action them, you make a gajillion billion squizillion dollars off of it. You then act like bosses and you get incredibly rich and you throw something a little back to us. We don't want anything in front. We want it on the back end, right? That's what you hear about. That's what you hear about with all the big deals that, that, that mega stars make, right? In the movies. So what do they get on the back end, right? That's where the money is, the back end. And that's where we want to get our money from you guys. We're not charging you a hundred of your hard-earned dollars that you may not have enough of. What do we want, Noel? After you're rich, after you're sitting in the lap of luxury, after your life has been changed and you are a power broker among power brokers, you say, hey, I didn't get here on my own. Those dudes that were creme de la craptastic uh, helped me get here. I owe them something. I owe them a little of my back end. I need to give them 10% of everything I got while I got rich. Tie them. That's what I owe them. That's right. It's a verbal contract, guys. We get a little off your back end there after you're rich. So let me ask you something, guys. I think our ideas are worth a lot of money. I mean, if we were to charge for them, we'd say we want... A thousand bucks for one of our ideas. A million, maybe. If you're a hardworking man or woman out there, and you're living paycheck to paycheck, a thousand bucks is a lot of money. Ten thousand. It means a lot more to you than 10% of your millions and millions of dollars That's do. Right. right? To us, a thousand bucks is great, sure. but, you know, several million is even better. Better. And we'd rather you give it to us when it's not going to hurt you at all, when there's no pain. No pain. For our gain. Yeah. That's where we're going with, guys. <laughs> That's what we're going at. So there you go, folks. That's what our show's about. Yeah. All right. So it's been great. That was our 250th episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um. No, not only is it our 250th episode, That's Noel, right. That would be enough for most people, for most shows. 
they'd be satisfied with a big deal. Oh, it's our 250th episode. Not us. Nope, not us. You left a big pause there, so I assume you wanted me to talk. Yeah. Or I can't hear you. You can hear me. I'm a little worried that I can't hear you, that like you're just going to shoot off into the ether world net. That could happen. We're still quarantine recording from blocks away from each other. I don't know how much longer I can do this without touching you. you (laughs) I like the fact that you can't touch me. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that, you know, not only is that our 250th episode, but it's also our five-year anniversary. It is five years we've been doing this show, guys. Big deal. If, If we had done it every week. We'd actually be closer to like 260, 270, right? Uh, I don't know if it would be that high. Maybe 260. Maybe. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. I would think so. I'd say we've missed a total of, of 10 weeks where, we ha- where we've, uh, we've probably done 10 replays over the five years that we did it. I mean, we did, you know, three yeah. in a row while you were out on uh, maternity leave. That's true. Yeah. If we're including, if we're including everything until now, sure. Yeah. Well, that's five years, <laughs> yeah, man. That's no, what is. I'm talking You're right. about. You're that's right. everything. That's not how I was thinking. How were you thinking? Everything up until then. <laughs> life, <laughs> life completely changed then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't. Okay. I was thinking. I was. I was thinking. Well, if we've done five years, how many episodes would we have done? That's all. Okay. Anyway, guys, that's a lot of freaking episodes. That is. And yet. Other than me a few times, we haven't really repeated ourselves. No. Like I said, other than me a few times, we haven't really repeated ourselves. I, other than by accident. Meaning my memory is so Be bad, I don't remember memory. the ideas I've had in the past. <laughs> so that's a lot of ideas. I think, I think the point Josh is getting at, a lot of ideas. A lot of ideas. And... Uh, I think what it really means is there's a lot of people making a lot of money off yeah. of our ideas. Oh, yeah. And five years is a long time in Get Rich Quick Sylvania. Yes. So what that means is there's some people out there, and I don't want to bring it down. I know this is a celebration. Uh-huh. There are people out there that owe us some money. Yeah, rarely in our schemes does quick mean five years. No, God, no. It's usually much less. Yeah, usually like a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A long, long-term prospect for us, we're looking at a month. Sure. That. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, well, some are, are, are more than a month, but, but they're quick. A month and a half, six weeks. They're quick. They're quick. That's the whole point of get rich quick. Yeah. Not get rich slow, not get rich you know, at a moderate pace. No, it's get rich quick. And we want that money guys. I hate to do this. I hate to be the bad guy on our five year anniversary, our 250th show. But, you know, I just feel like we should be doing a lot better than we are. Which, which of those two accomplishments do you feel is bigger? 250th show or fifth year? I think they're pretty equal. They're, they are. They're pretty big. Both of them. Yeah. I, I think they're pretty big. I think, uh, 510 years, I think the 10 years is going to be much bigger deal than the 500th episode. Yeah. 
to me. That means that that we that I was never able to say I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, we now we got to do this show until Nigel can take over the family business. Is that the plan? Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to take over for me? Uh, I don't know. You better you better get out there, dude. You better start throwing it around. I'm going to have to because you know I can't do it with the woman I'm with. Yeah. Or you could just do it. You could have an investor. I'm just <laughs> an investor. I'm just going to start throwing it around. Yeah. Trying to have a baby. Huh? Wouldn't that get be great if you did have a kid and we were able to pass the show off to our kids? Yeah, get rich quick with Nigel and Jaime. Yeah, it would be like royalty. It would be, but so different. <laughs> so less glamorous. Yeah, substantially less glamorous, a lot less money, um, a smaller audience, I think, than most royalty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we would be like royalty. Otherwise, it would be exactly the same. If if we ever pull someone else into the show, we should get someone that's mob connected. And then and we'll start getting paid. Oh, you think so, yeah. huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How are we going to get paid if someone in the show is mob connected? Because they'll make sure it happens. Oh, I see. They'll go out and break some legs break of the people that legs. owe us the money. That's right. I got gotcha. you. I thought you were saying the mob was going to pay us. And I was like, no, the mob is just going to run money through us. Well, if the mob's taking any of our ideas, you better freaking pay. We don't care about the mob. We will go to the mattress. Yeah. Isn't that what they called it? The mattress? Yeah. When when they go to war, they, they go to the mattress. Sure. Something like that. Why not? I think that's what they called it in Godfather. Did they? I think so. Uh, if our unofficial uh, 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 fact checker is out there listening, yeah, you can you can you can check that one. We haven't had any fact checks in a while, and I feel it's necessary. It's because we've been one hundred percent on on the ball. Yeah, what's going on? Maybe we need to make them our official fact checker. Maybe maybe what we need to do there's a, there's a, a a show on ESPN where at the end of the show. Uh, they fact check everything oh. that that the pundits say. We we pass. We we basically do that anyway by our s rules of getting rich quick. Well, it's never the rules, and it's never the actual uh, ideas that need fact checking. Okay, it's usually more of the asides. It's more of the conversations we have tends to need fact checking. When Apparently, doubt, because he's I'm a right. friend of yours, it's me who constantly needs fact checking. <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, that's fine, but maybe we can have him on and he, just at the end of every show, we can go to the fact checker and see what we got wrong. And that's he true. can, he can, he can check us off. Yeah. Give us a score. Yeah, guys. So five years, 250 episodes. Why yeah. don't you give us a shout and let us know what you'd like. Uh, if you'd like something new or different on the show, <laughs> things you'd like to see change things that you like the most, that would be good to hear from yeah. our loyal listeners. Um. Anyway, no. Congratulations! Congratulations to you, Josh. On both we five years and two hundred fifty episodes. What's that? On both five years and two hundred fifty. You know what? Here's I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say what I think is most impressive. Okay. That we've done two hundred fifty episodes in five years. I feel like that 
is a very low skip rate. That's a super low skip rate. That's why I think the fact that we only literally missed maybe, you know, at most 10 episodes. Yeah. And, you know, we even recorded episodes that never made it to air. Yeah, we did. If you think about it. Yeah. So we really only missed like seven, six or seven. Yeah. Including. Yeah. Maybe for our 500th episode, we'll play one of our <laughs> never made it to air episodes. <laughs> you guys, if you ever do hear any of those, take like a Valium or something first because we're just angry. I, I feel like the, they're, they're just angry. Are any of them because of anything other than we're just angry? Uh, yeah, I think the first two that we didn't do wasn't because we were we were had nothing to do with us being angry. It had more to do with us just really not having any idea what we were doing. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just sort of like, wow, this is terrible by any metric. And then we embraced that, and that's our shtick. Yeah, and that became our show. I think actually <laughs> some of those shows, especially the early ones you'd listen to and you go, I don't get it. What's yeah. wrong with these? Yeah. Just like what they're doing now. <laughs> the The only thing... If you listen to old episodes, the only thing that really ages them is when we had that uh, Trump bits in them. Yeah. And then you look back now and you're like, ooh. We weren't praising Trump for anyone who wasn't an early listener. We just would have bits basically making fun of Trump. So instead of a, was it instead of the tip of the week, we would have uh, Trump some sort of ridiculous financial advice from him. Well, we, yeah, I guess it was, it wasn't specific. I mean, I just, I used some Trump stuff. Yeah. I used a bunch of Trump stuff for a while. There was something I, else I tried. Um, I can't remember what it was. And we stopped that as soon as we saw that, oh, he's got a, funny a real chance. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Once it wasn't funny anymore. Yeah, once it was sort of like this is a, initially it was like, wow, this is a joke. This is absurd. This guy will never win. And I think once he won the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Republican nomination, yeah, it suddenly stopped being humorous to us. And and then it was just like it. All it did was engender anger. Oh, hey, you want to hear a really good sign? Yeah. In the past two weeks, two people that uh, one that I used to work with and one that I do work with that are Trumpies, uh, but, you know, uh, somehow good enough people. Um, right. and, Not in your face about it. Uh, well, they're people that we could joke around about, like, what the you're supporting the devil and that kind of thing. Uh both of them in the past two weeks have told me that they will not vote for Trump again. And both have also said that they can't bring themselves to vote for Biden, but have both said, no way am I voting for Trump again. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people like that. Good, good. You know, I just question whether enough of them are going to vote for Biden that they'll actually swing a state. It. it, it yeah, they would. No, it has to be enough people, even just not voting for him. That that'll yeah, my point is, it's gonna. You know, if you think about it, if he loses a voter that then votes for Biden, that's like a uh, 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 it's a double. 
it's a double, right? Yeah. And if he just loses a voter, that's a single. It's a single. Yeah. And I'd like to have more doubles than singles. I'd like to have a triple somehow. That's a winning formula. Yeah. That's a winning formula, my friend. If you had a team that all they did was hit doubles, they'd never lose. Yeah. Hey, if anyone out there, I don't see how it could happen, but you never know. If anyone out there is on the fence about all this and you're just like, ah, but I really don't like Biden, you know what? Just vote for the guy. All that matters, because yeah, I know what's the word about him. Like, oh, he's teetering on the edge. He's All that matters is he has a decent VP. He can get in. He can croak the next day. Who cares? As long as we get this maniac out. This this guy is running the country into the ground in every way, in, in more ways than I could have dreamt of. Right? Have you ever dreamt of the ways he could? Tell me some of the dreams you've had of Donald Trump. <laughs> well, they're more fantasies, but no. <laughs> uh -huh. But seriously, right? In, in more ways than you could, ever would have thought of. He's made well, everything. Yeah, because south. who would have thought there would have been a pandemic exactly. and this level of protest? Exactly. And, you know, that he would be sending, you know, his own private police force. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of these guys I was reading are made up of Border Patrol. Okay. Yeah. That? These unmarked uh, DHS people that are going out there and tear gassing and grabbing people off of the streets and throwing them into. Uh, into uh, uh so basically cars. when he's trying to raise billions of dollars for his wall and to boost border patrol he's trying to raise his own personal army well i just think that border patrol has become you know they i think he's got a lot of support from border patrol okay and i think they're they they as a as a a a an arm of the of law enforcement are willing to do whatever he wants okay we should get someone who knows how to read the dictionary and tell them what border stands for yeah, we should also get someone who knows how to read the fucking Constitution. Yeah. And uh, tell them about how fucking secret police grabbing people off of this, kidnapping people in the middle of the street in uh, in, in cities, grabbing yeah. citizens off of the street is illegal. But we're not here for that. No, we're not. We're here for our 250th episode, fifth year anniversary. And <laughs> you know, no. happiness. Do you know? Uh -huh what the uh five-year anniversary gift is uh well i do but do you want to tell me well it's wood noel okay and it's perfect that that is the <laughs> gift for five years because today's topic noel today's is today's topic is wood how to get rich with it how to five year your way to the top of financial freedom wood we got wood for you this week, guys. I'm so excited hearing your voice. I got wood for you, Noel. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I I don't I don't just the velvety tones, that you know. It's almost obscene. Yeah, it is. It is obscene. <laughs> you are obscene. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. I didn't ask you how you've been this week. But I'm guessing it's more of the same. <laughs> yeah, it's more of the same. You know, I'm working. We're taking care of Nigel. Uh, we go for little walks, but that's it. Mm -hmm. We're not going anywhere. We can't go anywhere. We're not doing anything. Maybe we'll all go to a drive-in one night. That'd be great. 
go see a movie. That'd be great. All right. Okay. Because I can borrow my mother's car. Done deal. All right. We'll they, talk about oh, it. Oh, that's true. We really should. Yeah. I thought you were there's joking. A, there's one an hour and a half away from us in Rockland County. No, no. Dude, there's one in Queens now and there's one in Brooklyn. Yeah, the one in Queens and Brooklyn, you have to make reservations like a month and a half in advance. <sighs> no, you don't. They just opened. No one knew about it a month and a half ago. No. Well, I don't know about the Brooklyn one. There's one in Queens that's been open since two months after the pandemic started, and it is sold out a month in advance. Okay. That's the one I assume you're talking about. It's in the it's in the parking lot of a diner, right? I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, wow. This <laughs> fifth year 250th yeah. episode is now scintillating conversation power. about us trying to figure out how to do a social distancing double date anyway buddy anyway wood how you getting rich with it i will tell you you guys wood is great stuff right everyone knows you can do a lot of things with wood there was a time when everything was done with wood everything that was built was built with wood furniture wood and still to this day good wood furniture not press board stuff but good wood furniture it's the best it's it lasts if you take care of it properly forever right uh so i started thinking about that about like building things with wood every everyone loves you know, like a good wood house, a room that's full of wood. It just feels warmer and better and just has a better vibe to it, right? That's right. So I started looking into that, and I came across a phrase I had never heard before, and it's called a ply scraper. Have you heard of that? I've never heard of this. So a ply scraper is something that is, it's a very new term. Uh, and it is a skyscraper made primarily of wood. Is there such a thing? There is such a thing. And uh, the reason it is such a new thing is that in order to do it, uh, you have to use cross-laminated timber, right? And it's basically like planks of wood that are uh, glued together, but not 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 just veneers, planks. Right, I gotcha. Um, and they're glued together with grains going in opposite directions. And you get a few plies thick of this. And it's something that very recently came out. It, it was first came about, there's a guy named uh, Gerhard Stickhofer. <laughs> He's got stick in his name. Yeah, exactly. So how can you trust it? Uh, he presented his PhD thesis in 1994, uh, and he had come up with this cross-laminated timber, right? Uh, and proved 
how strong it was. Uh, and so it didn't meet any guidelines for actually building things until 2002. So you weren't even allowed to build with it until 2002. So it's a very new thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, 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 it's growing quickly, right? There was right. Uh, in British Columbia, University of British Columbia had a building, uh, which I, I can't find the thing on it now, but there was a building there that they had made, I think it was 18 stories and it was the world's biggest wooden building. I guess my question about this is, Uh is what would make you want to make an 18 story building or a ply scraper versus using the steel and uh, concrete that you would make a regular skyscraper? Oh, well, there's lots of reasons. Okay. Okay. So, for one, uh, it is carbon neutral. Okay. By its nature. Uh, It is stronger. Uh, You have more open space inside of these ply scrapers because the wood, the way it is, is so strong that you need less space for beams and for things like that. And it wouldn't seem possible but it is incredibly fire resistant because if a fire hits it, the outside layer chars and protects the rest of the uh, cross laminated timber and it stays just as strong. Okay. So there's lots of reasons. Plus just we're living in a world now where people want to be a little more eco-friendly they want a wooden building, but they also need big buildings, right? We're mm-hmm. an urbanizing world. Uh, so, uh, so, so the University of Vancouver, I mean, of, of uh, British Columbia had made this building for a, long, for a while, because there's no long time in this. It's all recent. Um, <laughs> it was the biggest ply scraper in the world. Um, it was called the Brock Commons. Um, a year ago in Brunei, Norway, <laughs> they completed the Majosa I'm glad Tower. that one came up in 250. Yeah. That's it. Can you can you say that again? Uh, we'll call it the uh, Brumundi, Norway. Excellent. Okay. They completed the Majosei Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Which is over 84 meters all wood. Wow. Uh, in, in plans, there's another big one that's being built in London, even bigger. 
And there is now uh, a 350-meter tower ply scraper being built in Tokyo. Oh, my. 350 meters, by the way. 1,150 feet is three feet taller than the Empire State Building. Holy smokes. Out of wood. That's amazing. Yeah. So there is clearly, just like for a while, there was like, who can build the biggest skyscraper? There is now a race out there. Who can build the biggest ply scraper? Right? And and, and in a world where everyone is trying to show how, put a stamp of, look how eco-friendly we are. Look how embracing Mother Earth, we are. These things uh-huh. are huge, right? Yeah. And they're going to be massive. They're going to keep going. You're going to have, uh, you know, the, just like the skyscrapers, you're going to have Dubai building an even bigger one, and you're going to have everywhere that wants to show that, no, we're more. We're bigger into this. They're going to build a bigger one, and they're going to keep getting bigger. And the physics proves that you can do it. You can do it way high. The the only problem there is is some of them need uh, a little bit of cement in them at points because uh, they can sway in the wind too much. Yeah, okay. But they're also... Buildings that can be built, you you can build a ply scraper much taller than you can build a standard building in an area which has unstable land, right? Land that isn't as solid. Ply scrapers don't sink. Why? Oh, because they're wood? Because they're wood. Because they're lighter. Oh, okay. Right? Right. Uh, So, you know... You could just say, great, go out and build some ply scrapers, yada, yada, yada. Anyone can do that, though. How are you going to have the advantage, right? Mm -hmm. As we said, everyone's going to be racing to build their own ply scraper and to show that, you know, England's going to build it, to show that England is committed to eco-friendliness and a big you know, booming metropolis and everyone's going to be on that too. So it's not just people are building these because they need buildings. It's not just people are building these because they're eco-friendly buildings. People are building them as part of national or regional identity to put their stamp on. We are eco-friendly. We are booming, right? Mm -hmm. So here's one thing that uh, nobody is doing with cross-laminated timber. Although, you know what, I I should add in, cross-laminated timber is being used for many other things, too. They're building big bridges with it now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can do all sorts of things, but no matter what it is that you want to build with it. That Stickhofer's pretty rich now, I guess. uh, I I, I hope he is. I hope he is. Uh, Hopefully he didn't just say, hey, you guys, build it, and then give me 10% later. Um The thing that nobody's tried, (laughs) 
even though they, they have tried, we're, we're going to use different woods, no problem, right? But I, I took a look. I took a look at one thing that every country has. And what's that? A national tree. That's true, yeah. Right? Uh, we're just going to go through a couple. Albania's got the olive tree. Argentina, the <clears throat> selbo tree. I'm, I'm, I gotta say, I'm a little surprised that the olive tree belongs to Albania. Uh, it probably is more than one, right? I bet if I scroll down, it's Greece too. Australia, golden wattle. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone has a national tree. Canada maple, right? You know, Toronto's gonna want one of these. Uh, so what? You're gonna do, and 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 you know what? Let's go even further. Uh huh. States, right? Uh, Illinois, the white oak is Illinois's national tree. Oh, state tree. State tree. Illinois is not a nation. <laughs> you don't know that. Uh, it's never been proven. Uh, let's see what we got here. Nevada's got two. Single lay, single leaf pinion, pinion, and Great Basin bristlecone pine. What about New York? What's New York? New York's is the sugar maple. Really? Yeah. That seems weird to me. Yeah. Well. Uh, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna take all the national trees. You're gonna take all the state trees all the provincial trees, all the different regional trees you can find, and you're going to make samples of cross-laminated timber of that wood, right? Uh, uh, oh, okay. Right? And you're just going to have a giant sales cache of every different wood and then you're going to go to Albania and you're going to say, hey, Albania, you know, you've heard about this cross-laminated timber. I know you're eager to get into the whole ply scraper game. Wouldn't you like it to have your identity? Wouldn't you like it to be made of olive? Well, here's some samples of olive cross-laminated timber. Right, and you're gonna go to New I York. I feel like Albania is the wrong country. Well, uh, but that's the one that we had just spoken about, right? You're gonna go to New York, and you're gonna say, "Hey, New York, same thing." Here's 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 it made of sugar maple, because they're gonna want it to have not only declare them as green, declare them as booming, mm-hmm. as innovative, but also take their national identity, right? So you're gonna sell it to. The sugar maple ones to New York. You're going to sell pine ones to North Carolina. It's going to... You're going to get in the doors that nobody else is going to get into because they're just showing their same old crap. Right? Uh, Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're going to go to Russia with a Siberian fir cross-laminated timber to pitch your ply scraper idea. China's the place to go. That's where they're building ply scrapers. They want to build ply scrapers everywhere. Yeah, exactly. China is, where is China on this list? Probably you went to C. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> although I don't see China. China may not have a national tree. 
They may not. Does the United States have a national tree or is it all state trees? Um, United States, the oak. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but but anyway, you're going to make these sales samples. You're going to get indoors. No one else can get in. And this is big money. This is massive national project construction money, uh, state project construction money. You're going to be in front of the pack. Yeah, no, that's a huge, that's a solid idea. It's huge. That's great. That's great. Uh, do you want to do the tip and the middle stuff now? Okay. Do you only have one idea? No, I have two, but I can go to one. Just we're, we're running long. Yeah, go, go, go. And I'll, I'll just speed everything else up. My other All idea right. is quick. I'll do mine. I'll do, I'll do mine quick. So I had spent a, a, a vacation in Arizona and I went to an incredible place called the Petrified Forest National Park. Um, it is incredible. You'd walk through and you'd see these massive logs of petrified wood. And do you know what petrified wood is, Noel? Yep. Okay, so I won't explain it. Um, Petrified wood, for those of you that don't know, is when wood is kept in an anaerobic environment covered by mineral-rich soil and water. And what ends up happening is stone grows within all of the wood, the wood disappears, and what's left is an exact duplicate of the log made entirely out of the minerals and stone. It is down to the cellular level that these trees are replicated in stone. It's really incredible. Now, there's petrified wood all over the country, um, but it's generally pretty beat up and uh, uh small pieces that you can find on most, you know, major river sites. Um, the places where you find full forests around the world, they all tend to be national parks. Um, and I remember when we were walking around the Petrified Forest National Park, we were told we could not touch anything. We couldn't take anything, no matter how small, no matter what. We were not allowed to touch or take. We weren't even allowed to get off the path that we were on. And I was like, well, that's a little crazy. Why can't I take it's a national park? My taxes pay to keep it running. I want a piece of this. And then I started to look up how much petrified wood is worth. Well, those little dinky pieces aren't worth much of anything, but when you get to larger pieces of log, it's pretty damn expensive. I saw a petrified wood table for sale on eBay for $2,000. All right. And the reason for that is there's a limited amount of st stuff that size you can find. So this is really simple. This is what you're going to do. As we all know, Donald Trump has been rolling back protections of all public park lands uh, to open them up for fossil fuel oil drilling, right? Well, what are petrified forests? petrified or petrified wood petrified wood is a fossil so you're going to lobby to donald trump directly that you think you should have access to all of the petrified forests in this country which by the way while the one in arizona is a big one it's not the only one and there are like 13 or 14 uh national parks petrified forest natural national parks in this country there's actually one in upstate new york by the way um in the Catskills. 
and they total almost a million acres of petrified wood. That's a lot of petrified wood. And what you're going to do is lobby Donald Trump and the GOP and his people to get them to open up those lands to you so you can go in and you can sell off all that petrified wood as you see fit. It's going to be huge for furniture, houses built out of petrified wood, patios, pool decks built out of petrified wood, uh, uh, petrified wood scrapers. Imagine making laminated wood, petrified wood. Come on now. That's going to be the ultimate of ultimate. So there you go. That's the idea. Yeah, it's great. It's good. I like it. Hey, you guys, if you like it too, or if you just want to say congrats on 250 episodes, if you want to say congrats on five years, uh, and you want to do that the way we care most, which is with money, uh, you can. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page, and hit the sponsor button. Pledge amount. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half the money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. And you get to feel awesome about yourself because you would be awesome officially. Uh, if you're not awesome and you really want to declare that to the world, that you're just totally not awesome, uh, the way to do it to really get our goat the most would be go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org and right there from that front homepage, not from our page, but the front homepage, hit the sponsor link there and make a pledge. All that money would go to Radio Free Brooklyn, not a nickel to Josh and I, even though we've done so much for you. Uh, you get to feel like a champ, even though you're a chump, uh, and you get a, a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 charitable organization. And, you know, you are still supporting the arts and community radio and, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, right? Uh, if you want to support Radio Free Brooklyn in other ways, you can, you can, Subscribe to the newsletter. You can download the apps, iOS or Android. You can listen to the station live or get all the archives while the show's on there. Uh, or, you know, another way we're trying to push right now, if you want to help support the station, you're ordering a lot of stuff from Amazon these days, and you can use that Amazon smile to give it a little piece of what you order. Uh, no nickel out of your pocket, but Amazon will pay a little bit to a charity. You can choose Radio Free Brooklyn as your charity, and uh, that helps. Every little bit helps, guys, so give us a little bit. Give Josh and I a lot of it. That's our story. <laughs> and as thanks for five years of listening to our shtick, Josh has found another little way for you to get even another little bit of rich. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. I just want to say that this clip is from a guy who's been a big part of our five years. Oh, no. We haven't played him recently, but he's back on top. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. When I came to the Lord Jesus Christ at the age of 21, I asked myself, can I actually become rich as a Christian? But when I looked into my church, I realized that not many people were rich. Very few people earned over $100,000 and no one was a millionaire. The first reason why most Christians are broke is because they simply don't read the Bible. 
You see, the fact is that the Bible gives you all the answers that you can ever want in life. And there's thousands and thousands of messages of what you need to do to actually become rich. In fact, half of Jesus' parables are about becoming wealthy. One of his first miracles is turning water into the finest wine. Another miracle, he was able to manifest money. And in another miracle, he was able to feed over 5,000 hungry people. When I first read the Bible many years ago, I made a list of all the scriptures that proved that God wants us to be rich. In fact, I'm writing a book about it right now. But I'm saying that to say this, you are meant to be wealthy. God didn't make his diamonds for his enemies. He made it for his friends. If you believe that you're not supposed to be wealthy as a Christian, then I promise you that you need to read the Bible again. Wow. There you go, guys. Wow. You know, I never really realized it, but looking back, I guess the Bible is just kind of like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. It really is. In kind of old speak. What, you know, what I, my favorite part of the Bible is when he makes all that delicious wine and just keeps it in the cellar of his hut. Yeah. And, it and he makes it a profit. <laughs> Yeah, it's he. I think Daniel has realized he's not making it as a financial advisor. So he's going religious. right that 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 load is crowded. So now he's going for the prosperity fellowship. Oh, you guys, another reason why you should give us your 10 percent. So we don't just turn religious one day. You don't want us being a cult. Yeah. Read the Bible, guys. Yeah. Read the Bibles. Can I give you a little a uh, little bit of wood information? Yeah. There's a tree in Africa called the Bloodwood Tree okay. because its sap is blood red. Cool. Look it up. It's really incredible. Uh, so some trees talk to one another. Yes. And one of those trees are willow trees. And apparently insects hate the taste of tannin, which is a chemical that trees contain in varying amounts. When willows are threatened by insect pests, they emit a chemical warning to nearby trees who then secrete more tannin to put the invaders off. That's cool. You know what that, you know what that tells me? Avatar is real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. Wood. Wood. How are you going to get rich with it? I'm going to keep mine fairly brief. Nah, take your time. Uh, no, I, I'm not going to keep it brief. Uh <laughs> Uh, take your time. Yeah, it might be brief. Uh, yeah, you know what? Don't worry about me. Take your time. <laughs> it's going to be brief. I'm yeah, looking out for you. You know, <laughs> if you feel the need to really get into it, you get into it. I don't. I, I, I'll, I'll just, you know, short form here. Uh, I appreciate the time you're going to take with this. When, when thinking about for our 250th episode, our fifth year anniversary, I was like, I really got to get the hits for these guys, right? I got to not just like, here's a nickel, here's a nickel. I got to hit the big industries, right? We already took on construction. What else, right? What What's the other big one out there? Medical, right? Uh, big pharma. Yeah. So, uh, you know... First thing I thought about was, you know, Ahab and his wooden leg, and maybe I can make stylish wooden legs again or, you know, peg legs. Because I'm sure there are other legs that are made of wood, but they're not obviously wood. They try to hide the fact they're wood, but the old pirate peg legs kind of 
screamed, I am wood, right? That's true. Uh, and I looked into other wooden prosthetics out there, and there's, you know, old wooden toes, wooden noses. Yeah. Uh, there's a proverbial wooden ear, uh, wooden dentures. And I came across this article uh, that said uh, they're now using wood to build human body parts, but not in the peg leg type, type of way. They're taking the wood, they're breaking it down, and they're using the wood's nanocellulose to build essentially structures that then stem cells are put on and they grow and they become part of the body. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of research being done right now. Uh, once again, Norwegian. I, I'm, I'm big on that area of the world this, this year. I mean, this, they put uh, their shit together. Week. They do. They do. Um, and uh, they're looking at how can they build organs and things like that, right? And I thought back to some of my favorite episodes, and we've never been big on that. We've always been like, but what can people do with what they... How can they build what they want, right? How can, and, and how can we put the wood back in this? Because it doesn't look like wood. If you look at it, it looks like pink mush. Mm-hmm. And I thought about, you know, if you think of artistic growing wood, of course you're going to think of like a topiary, right? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So you're going to take this nanocellulose, and instead of just building organs or things like that, you're going to build onto people's bodies, but as a topiary, any way they want. They want giant wings. They want whatever you want to build. You build it on them with this nanocellulose. You put the uh, cells on there. You allow them to grow, and you allow people to make topiaries of their own bodies. That's it. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I think I think topiary is going to be the hot new trend in body modification. Yeah. I mean, you know, as I recall, we have talked about, you know, adding things on, people adding things on to themselves using that technology. Uh well, using something similar. I think I think when we talked about it before, we actually did it with uh, CRISPR. No, there is CRISPR, but I, I've also I've I, I also had brought up the uh, the framework. I didn't know that it was made with, uh, uh, but the 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 growing of new organs and new body parts, um, where they put stem cells on frames. Mm-hmm. Uh, I but I did not know that it was made out of wood. Well, no, they're not all, but now they're oh come up okay with now they are making wood. them out of wood. Yes. I gotcha. Okay. Well, that's huge. I think, I think topiary is, you're going to be walking by like head shops yeah. that are head shops in the front and then tattoo piercing human topiary in the back. Human topiary. Yeah. 
It's going to be the hottest trend. Yeah. People are going to have like horns that are made out of vines. Well, and instead of getting a tattoo that looks like, you know, whoever, John Wayne. Yeah. You can have a 3D John Wayne coming out of your arm, out of or your shoulder. Even more, if you're someone who loves, like my wife's mother's name was Edis, right? Iris. And she got a tattoo of an iris on her hip to commemorate her mother. Trashy place to get it, I know. <laughs> Doesn't seem like where you'd want to get, you know, anywhere near your 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 genitalia seems like not the best place to get something commemorating your parent. But mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I'm not judging. But imagine actually having a real iris yeah. growing out of you. Yeah. That's impressive. I like this idea a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. All right. Good one. Um, do you know what the most expensive and rarest wood in the world is? Uh, no. It's African black wood. Okay. It currently only grows in two places in the world, in Tanzania and Mozambique. Okay. It's the only place where it grows in commercially viable quantities. And do you know why it needs to be grown in personally in 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 commercially viable quantities? No. Because it is the best wood to make woodwind instruments with. Oh. Clarinets, oboes, uh, things of that nature. Uh, the price per kilo of this wood starts at $9,000 a kilo. And when it's processed, it can cost as much as $13,000 a kilo. Okay. Um, clarinets. I just looked up clarinets to see what a, a an, an African blackwood clarinet is is sells for three to five thousand dollars. Um, why do they like it to make mu- musical instruments out of? It's dense, fine grained, resistant to cracking. Um, these are all properties that make it easier for manufacturers to drill well defined finger holes and obtain a smooth finish in the interior wall. Now, the thing is. The bulk of the black African blackwood that is harvested is harvested illegally, meaning that it's all poached. And so what's going to happen is eventually there's going to be no more African blackwood. Well, we're going to solve this because when I looked at what the material is that uh, uh, and why it's so desired, I thought, well, what other material is out there that is plentiful, dense, fine-grained, and resistant to cracking? And immediately what popped into my mind was human bone. Okay. Which is already in the shape of a clarinet, mm-hmm. right? So this is what you're going to do, guys. You're going to make instruments, woodwind instruments. We'll go specifically with clarinets out of human bones. Then you are just going to... Uh, laminate it with African blackwood. So that's going to save a ton of African blackwood. It's going to save a ton of money, but you can still call it an African blackwood uh, clarinet. Sell it for $5,000. Bones are everywhere. Yeah. You can get them at slaughterhouses. You can dig up graves. You can just tell people to sell you their bones after they die. Yeah. Whatever it is, 
there's a lot of bones out there for you to get. And that's what you're going to do. Super quick, super easy. End of story. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, you guys, if you want to get in touch with Josh, tell him exactly how good you think that was. You can get him on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email him at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can get him on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes or anywhere that you get a podcast nowadays. Subscribe, rate, review. Please do. If you only listen to a podcast form, we employ you to tune in Saturday nights at 8 o'clock. Radio Free Brooklyn. Get there a little early. Listen to Art Star Scene. Also, uh, they're actually a couple months older than us, uh, five years old. Uh, stick around afterwards. Listen to The Circuit. Tune in Radio for Brooklyn, guys. There's a lot of good stuff going on. Um, you got a lot of money in your pocket at this point. Josh is going to tell you how to spend it. Josh, tell them now. Sold at the incredible record price of $6,000, the Densuki is like the Bugatti of the watermelon world. What makes it so exclusive? Densuki watermelons are grown only on an island in, you guessed it, Japan. A limited number are produced each year and sold at the market, as well as organized auctions, which is where their prices go through the roof. The difference lies in the sweetness and crunchiness of the watermelon, both of which are exceptional with Densuki watermelons. Well, that's what they say. I know I'm curious. I want to try one of those watermelons. Yeah, so do I. I really want to. You guys, we know our ideas are fabulous. We've been at this for five years, 250 episodes. We have faith, obviously, in ourselves. How do you know that you can trust our ideas to the point where you can, you know, remortgage your house, rack up your credit cards, borrow from your friends and family and businesses? It's because... Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Today's rules, the 10 golden rules of becoming a millionaire by Stacy Johnson. Okay. Number one, avoid debt like the plague. Avoid debt like the plague, right? Uh, you don't want the plague. You want wood. That's right. That's Number two. Yeah. Oh, no, we don't have time. Uh, so that's two for one for one. We're yeah. definitely getting rich. So once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Happy anniversary, Happy Noel. Happy anniversary. Everything will be okay. Well, I had a buck when I went to the track, had 20 grand when I came back, gonna get rich quick.